Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Just because last time you told me to be more fun, so I'm just trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, it was good. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Um, Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast, a podcast where we all, where we all, a podcast where we talk all (laughs) things skincare, makeup, and just generally being an influencer within the biz. I'm James Welsh. Yeah, I'm James Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, rather Welsh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Another, another swift intro. Yeah, seamless another intro. Straight to the point. See. Yeah, I've been alright. I'm going away in two weeks, so I've been trying to get loads of stuff done. Oh, um, where are you flying from? Why? And who with? Why? Have you seen BH B uh, BA Airlines Heathrow strike on Twitter? Yeah, I'm not flying with BA. Oh, thank the Lord the Lord. <laughs> I don't think I ever would. I feel like the American ones are usually better. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I'm going in the opposite direction, so I'll be... I'm flying oh, Emirates. Oh, yeah, true. <gasps> oh, Emirates so, is the best one. It's lash. So I'm trying to get all my stuff together, trying to do things. And I, at the same time, trying to be in, on a diet, just so I can be, like, you know... Like, comfortable on holiday, yeah. Yeah. But it's not going well at all, so yeah. Well, the thing is, you've lost some weight, and like, we don't diet to be skinny anymore. We just diet to fit into clothes. I guess I just, that's. <laughs> I just want to live a healthy lifestyle. L- listen, we are above the age of thirty. If we don't do it now, we, it's never going to happen. Yeah, and I would just love it if I didn't if my thighs didn't rub together just from sitting down. Have you been you know testing I mean? your chafing stick? Yeah, uh, the first chafing stick was a fail because it was so sticky that it was uncomfortable. But oh. the um. There is a brand that just launched. Um, maybe I'll, I'll use this as my favourites. I can't remember. I think it's called Mega Babe. <laughs> it sounds like a 90s girls clothing brand. But they do like a detoxifying like underarm mask and soap. And then they what also the do... What the fuck is a detoxing underarm mask? I think it's for when your underarms get really gross. And it's like, right, let's sort this shit out. And I think it gets rid of like... Um, what is that thing that metal does? You mean aluminium? Like, yeah. What does that mean? No, I mean, no. it's got, it hasn't. It hasn't got aluminium in it. No. I, mean, I think I'm just saying. No. It, it like it, like no. um, 
it, what's it called? You know, it gets it, rid of all the nasty. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I actually, right, listen, wait, listen. This, is, this is just me making stuff up. I'll, I'll I'm, Google it. I'm ready, sure. I'm, I'm ready to punch them. <laughs> punch no, them wait, that, that, that's not their claim. That was my claim. Okay, okay. okay. Mega babe. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, mega babe space bar. Detoxifying charcoal underarm bar. Um, description. Um... Don't sweat the small stuff, or if you do, let Mega Babe Space Bar Underarm Soap freshen you up. Aye. This palm-free <laughs> soap is designed <laughs> to purify your pits. Oh, oh sorry, that's not, that wasn't a product we were talking about. That's just for soap. There's a mask. Um, um, what is it metal does? <laughs> no, they they also have... Um, so basically, they have a product called Fire Rescue, which I haven't tried just yet. Actually, I'm going walking. I'm going to power walk around that field later with a dog, so I'll try yes, it. Where's the mask gone? Try and keep One your second. thighs really close together and see if it works. <laughs> yeah, I'll cross, <laughs> cross over my legs every time I walk. Okay, yeah. Happy Pits Underarm Mask. We meet oh meet your weekly pit detox. Happy pits underarm detox. By the way, this came in a set free when I ordered the chub rub and the soap. Um oh glycolic acid, willow bark, and tea tree clear away dead skin cells and reduce underarm bumps while vitamin C brightens. Why do you need to brighten your armpits? Because sometimes they get grey from too much children. Pits are left deeply cleansed, softer, smoother, and brighter. Best of all, the no-mess applicator deposits the mask directly to skin, keeping your fingers clean. That actually sounds decent. Yeah, no, it is. So don't listen to me. It doesn't claim to do what metal does. They didn't even use the word <laughs> detox. You just did that. You really <laughs> yeah. dropped them in No, it. it says right there, oh, underarm detoxifier mask. Oh, does it? Okay. That's, yeah, dates. You didn't listen to a thing I said, considering I've been talking about it for so long. I did. What are you talking about? <laughs> How's your week been? <laughs> oh, do you I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Aww. So next week, um, I'm getting flooring fitted in my studio and my dressing room. It's been a long time coming. Because I'm one of those people that put things off all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Lovely. Oh, it's like it's lovely. always it's always next week, next week. I'll do it next week. Um, yeah. But it just means I'm going to have storage for everything. I've had this IKEA storage thing in the garage for like months now, and I've just got shit everywhere in my studio. And then what is it? it a malm? Um, it's like drawers with like shelves above it. Yeah, nice. Like really yeah, big nice. and yeah. Oh, yeah, um, nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna do that. Then I could order my rails and my little island for my dressing room. You can then... order an island? Yeah, so like you could put in, like it's like a glass top. You could put all your accessories underneath it. Then oh. in the bottom is like blank space and I'm gonna put like, um... Uh, uh, boxes for like all the boring stuff like underwear and pajamas. Crocs, Crocs, Crocs. A whole box of Crocs. No, they're getting a glass <laughs> shelf above the rails. Dust-free need... bags. Yeah, dust-free bags. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. So I react like But nothing yeah. much has happened. I mean, what's happened? Nothing. Oh, my, one of my dogs, Frankie, he was in the vet for three, three nights. He was in there with pancreatitis and he wasn't eating. So the vet called us and was like, do you want to come in and try and help him eat? So we did. We went there and we took us in like their little garden. And I don't know how, but I mean, I'm looking at him now and looking at him then. He looked pale. Yeah. (laughs) He had black, Mm. he has black fur. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, but he, he looked... came out and he looked pale. And I was like, Aww. why are you pale? And it was because he was sick. But I don't even think that's possible. But no. something was off about him. But he looked pale. And he just waddled outside and grunted and just laid on the floor and he wouldn't Aww. eat. But he's all better now. He's back to eating, back to running around screaming. And yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. We're having a bit of an issue with Bishop at the moment where he always just seems to be on and energetic. He gets two hours of exercise a day, right? Um, then we do like little things like licking mat and we throw like little, um, his, some of his food around the garden so he can sniff it and use his brain and his nose yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he is just, and unless he's properly asleep, he's constantly breathing, like nonstop breathing. Yeah. Like really quick breaths and until he's properly relaxed. And we, we, we just don't know, like we're trying to like change his routine and give him more exercise, but not too much and make things a bit less predictable. And it's just like an ongoing thing right now. We took him to the vet and they were just like, it could just be that um, he's just getting like, it, it's a sign that he needs his um, balls chopped off. Well, maybe that's why I get bre- out of breath walking up the stairs. Yeah, maybe he needs to be castrated. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, we've done it again. We've, we've answered done a it. difficult question. I have an Should even more... Sorry. I have Go a on. horror, a really tough question for you, actually. I ne- I'd never want oh. to get political on this podcast. Right. But <laughs> is there anything you've been loving this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, ages and ages ago, um, the brand About Face, which is... About Holes. Face. Halsey? Is that how you say her name? Halsey, yes. I'm sorry. Halsey? She can't sing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she has this makeup brand called About Face for those of you who don't know and do know. Actually looks great. Uh, you know, it looks really good. One thing I did, um, it looks, I've tried it. Uh, one thing I found about it though was when I used it the first time, I was a little bit like, okay, it's not, the products weren't conventional. Like the, even the, like the cream eyeshadows and liquid eyeshadows were a little bit dry and a little bit difficult to use. And I was trying to create this look with it where I was like, you know what, smoky eye, whatever. And it just wasn't going right. And then I started to like use my fingers and paint it like, just like crazy, like, like crazy. And like it, an it all went, like an artist. I was like spinning around in a, an oversized shirt. And- <laughs> Is that what artists do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like framing things with my hands like this. Yeah, and, and it turned it, out really it. well. That's it. I've done it. My inspiration. <laughs> um, and then I used a product yesterday, which I got in this PR kit ages ago. And it's called a Fractal Glitter Eye Paint. Mm. And... Um, it, they, they are so, so nice. I use the shade Smolder. It's currently out of stock on their website. Um, and I uploaded a video, a TikTok, wearing it. And everyone, like, nobody was even replying to what I was saying. They were just asking what the colour was on mm. my eyelids. Yeah. And it, it, it is really, really nice. It sat really comfortably on. It, it, it dries down, but it stays like this metallic glitter almost. Mm. It's, it is so nice. And it's this really strong, intense shimmer. Beautiful. Fractal glitter eye paints. From about oh, face. nice. Real noise. Yes, James. Yes. Right. James, listen, I don't like to talk about current issues on this one. <laughs> <laughs> or how you vote. But is there anything... <laughs> is there anything you've been loving recently? Yes. Listen, I'm back to 25-year-old me and I'm loving coloured contacts, right? <laughs> 
Oh, all right. But my usual issue with colored contacts is they look like I'm about to perform in a show and they're like mm. too, do you mean they're either gray, blue, green, or yeah. brown, or like yeah. honey, and they look like you've got a bit of like a disc of cardboard in your eye. I found this brand <laughs> called Moody Lenses. Mo- moody Lenses or Moody Lens? Moody. And they do colored contacts, but and my favorite colors for them are purples and pinks and reds. And like light blues, and they all sound like crazy, right? Like, oh my god, you can't that. But they wore really... these this one time at oh, mine, wow. yeah. But they all look natural somehow. Do you know what I mean? They all look, yeah, they do, incredibly natural. This is one of my favorite ones, which I'll post. This is one that this is gifted, but I've also bought more than they you gifted have. I've me. seen you've bought like loads of boxes of them. Yeah, yeah, I'm I was there. Oh, there, it's true. I'm obsessed <laughs> with them. But this is a Rosetta Nebula. Um, these are daily disposables and they are like this brown, black rose rings around the eyes with gold shimmer, not glitter, but shimmer around it as well, but they somehow look natural. (laughs) So they're mainly clear. So they work with your natural eye color and they, every single one I wear always looks like really different, natural, like if, like, oh, I have naturally purple eyes, but with a glint of shimmer, like a little glint Well, in you know eyes. what? You were wearing the ones with purple mm-hmm. when you came here once, and I didn't notice the purple, yeah. like, outrageously. I actually thought it was one of my lights shining in your eyes. The only yeah. thing I noticed that you were wearing a contact, and I think because we were doing something around for eyes, it's because mm. it did have that slight, you know, that contact, contacts have that slight ring, but yeah. if they looked extremely natural they really yeah. oh my god Sam what, they're really what was nice. it again it's <laughs> and that again is moody lenses um but their cosmo uh, their space glitter ball is another day disposable that I love which again is like what is it it's like per like pink and purple and that's the one I wear mostly when we're in London and we're going to places and I want it to look like natural but special but they're also so soft and comfortable like they don't hurt your eyes you know sometimes it feels like they're pushing on your eyes it they're feels like so you put on backwards and also a fawn. Yeah, they also do this fuzzy mirror that I wow, picked up. Wow, that's so cute. Yeah. And so, they're in dollars, the price is in dollars, so do they ship to the UK? They do, quite quickly as well. Um, How? I think they actually ship from look, China. Oh my God, they do mm. everything. You can have a really good shop on there. I love them. They have gifted, but I've bought, they gifted to me because I went on my Instagram posted how much I bought from them and how yeah. much I'm obsessed yeah. with them. Yeah. 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 yeah nice. so just some, you know, it's a bit spicy on the phone. Something about spicy and different. I'll tell you about different after the break. What? <laughs> Did I, I do it? Now there's a break. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, listen, speaking of different, Robert, we're doing something different this season on the Double Cleanse. Once yeah, it's a, a month, new season. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once a month, we want to kind of talk about what's happened newsworthy-wise within the skincare, makeup realm, and beauty, cosmetic realm, and kind of discuss some of the top stories of the month and reflect... Yeah, nothing crazy. This isn't a drama podcast. Yeah, it's, it's not. Just beauty and brand news, things like that. You know? Yeah. yeah, so let's just get into it. Speaking of drama. Um, speaking of drugs. Quite, speaking <laughs> of drugs. This was actually quite a popular story. And I do have a couple of, like, things to say about this, I guess. However, um, I actually um, heard about this because people were tagging me in it nonstop over on Instagram. Um and all, everything I've got here is from cosmetic, cosmeticsbusiness.com. The founder of Skin Glass Beauty, Noor Farouk, has hit, hit out at Natasha Denona for stealing her brand's concept. So yeah, Farouk's brand is called Skin Glass and the ta- Natasha Denona product is called Skin Glass. So this one mm-hmm. product. So her mm-hmm. Skin Glass product is like this, what is it, like a shimmery um, primer serum? Right. Yeah. Whereas uh, Farouk's whole brand is called Skin Glass. It's a mix of skincare and a few makeup bits in there. So, I, I think she's yeah. more, the brand is well known for that Skin Glass, like priming, you know, this, the same product that Natasha Denona launched, basically. Right. It's more popular for that brand, for that ah. um, product, sorry. Okay. So, um, Farouk took to her social media and said this, violating as fuck. I thought so much about how I wanted to approach this. Be coy, be politically correct, be tamed, keep your cool. But you know what? No, I won't be quiet because I spent countless fucking hours building this brand from the ground up with my own research, my own resources, my time, my heart and my soul. This is personal. She continues to say that the thing that pisses me off about this is that at Natasha Denona and at Natasha Nona Beauty know what skin glass is 100%. You just feel entitled to stealing it from it, stealing likeness, intellectual property, and the entire concept of skin glass because you feel entitled to it because your brand is bigger and you're richer, having all the resources at your fingertips. Disrespectful and disgusting. She continues, you've got a whole research and development team and you mean to tell me y'all just scrolled past all the Google results Mm -hmm. that brought up Mm -hmm. my brand when you type in skin glass, the website, the Instagram, the hashtags, the actual product. Yeah, no, get the fuck Oh, G-T-F-O-H? 
What's that? Get the fuck out of here. And the fucking font <laughs> too. Um, <clears throat> so they, Skin Glass Beauty then hinted that they were taking legal action. And I'm not sure what's going on currently, but I do know Nat- Natasha Denona took to her stories and basically said, completely awful. We didn't look at the um, trademarking of Skin Glass. Therefore, and they won't be referring to this serum as Skin Glass in the future. Um, it's got a very, very long story short. I just want to say something because the moment I heard about this story, I Googled skin glass as a brand and I couldn't find anything. Absolutely. I couldn't find anything. If you Google skin glass, you get glass skin. Yeah. And I've actually Googled, um, skin glass serum and I can't find anything. Yeah, either. it's <laughs> obviously like trending now because it's it's like all her products are sold out. And if you, um, I've obviously researched it since, so it is one of the first results now. But initially, when I first did it, nothing came up. Absolutely nothing came up. And I will say that skin glass isn't necessarily the most, or in my opinion, the most original name or concept. Seeing as glass skin has been such a popular thing. Um. For years and years and years. And as Natasha Denona says herself, that was just like her thing has been glass skin for years. And skin glass was just a very obvious name to choose. What I will say, though, is the lack of professionalism or um, accountability. Not accountability, because I think her um, apology, for me personally, was enough. But what I will say is that she, the brand should have, looked through trademarks is that not basic business practice is that not exactly what you should do i don't know if it is trademarked though i think that was the issue um well then i'm not being funny <laughs> wait is it don't take that as as gospel because i don't know if it is but i i have to say so i've even searched with a vpn on set to the states and even mm. searching skin glass the main one that comes up is Peach and Lily Glass Skin Refining Serum. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised though that my when when it did come into my what, sorry when I did see this, my first thoughts were: Do they not have a research team that looked into this like a lot more? Like, because um, I mean, if I was ever going to name a product myself, the one thing I would do is Google it and look it up. I would go to YouTube and look for um, mm-hmm. reviews, re- re- reviews, results. Um, you do like skin glass makeup, skin glass skincare, skin glass. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you would do your due exactly. diligence and actually see. I mean, honestly, it's t- turned out for the better. I mean, it would have been best if um, uh, Northrup didn't have to go through all of this, but her products yeah. are sold out. People, a lot more people know yeah. about her products. And I'll be honest with you, they look really decent. They do look really good. And I've actually seen them around before. And actually, if you go to YouTube and type in skin glass an interview, a video by someone called Kennedy J, Q&A with Skin Glass Owner. Mm. And it's the first thing. And second um, is a video by someone called Rekai, trying North Face Skin Glass for the first time, two years ago, two years ago. They're both over two years old. Mm. So they've been there. They have been there. I think people who professionally look into brands should know. And they should know that there's something, you know what? I think we've been spelling it wrong. If you type in skin glass all together as one word, norface.com is one of the first things that comes up. Oh, I, that's, that's, the, that's what I did. I did it was one word. Oh. No, nothing came up. Oh, really? And um, Instagram yeah. is up. But if you have a whole research team, I am a professional, like surely they can research deeper than we can. I mean, 
just Google and just YouTube. I mean, if if we are a research team, we're, we're not going to get paid to just search Google and just search YouTube. You know, no, on Instagram. Exactly, yeah. I think there's so many things out there. You can search a hashtag. You can search on Instagram, on Twitter, and see a name. I do feel like they would have seen it before they named it. One hundred percent. Honestly, if I had kept researching rather than just doing like a surface level Google search and look on Instagram, if I had spent hours rather than like five minutes doing it. Yeah. I would have found it easily, 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 yeah. easily. And but, I do think that they would have looked at that brand and thought, smaller brand, it's fine. We will just, we'll take that. I believe, I do believe that's what bigger businesses do with no problem, especially if they yeah. have a trademark their name. I'm yeah. not sure if she did or didn't tra- trademark her name. I must say the Natasha Denona Skin Glass Serum <laughs> product doesn't look that nice. It looks like a. I don't like Natasha Denona products. Full stop. No. I hate the eyeshadow. I hate the blush. I think the products are overpriced for very lackluster and underwhelming products. I think mm. that I've used drugstore. Honestly, that are better quality, and the price points are too high for what they are. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I think it's literally, it's just it's like a hydrating serum with some pearlescent e mica type shit in it, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. What I do think, though, is I think, you know, as, as a brand owner, you can act however the fuck you want, do whatever you want. Um, but I do think as a brand, she should have contacted them with legal action first. Yeah. And see how that played out. And yeah. then whip up this storm kind of thing, because... I, I do think Natasha Denona's um, uh, apology, I guess, was sincere. She seemed really sincere. She was like, you know, it's not an excuse. We were wrong. We should have just done our due diligence and looked it up mm. more. But that doesn't excuse what happened. It's just annoying. It's just stupid. It's yeah, stupid but for a smaller did. brand, right, as she said in her, her like, statement about it, she's done all this by herself. Getting a lawyer and getting someone to then, mm. you know, approach them with yeah. things. When you can just go on the internet and everyone will kick off about yeah. something like this. Yeah. That's your backing. That's your, like, mm. you know what? The, this is how many people aren't happy with your choice. Yeah. And this is why you're going to make what, a change. What I will say, though, I think she did trademark it. If she didn't trademark it and that's her business, then that's fucking stupid. I mean, we have trademarks for things yeah, that, that don't even don't, exist yet. Don't even exist yet. And don't matter. Like, you're like our logos, things like that are all trademarked just in case. If yeah. somebody tries to reprint our merch, we can, you know, it's a copyright infringement. So it's not like wildly expensive, to be fair, as well. Yeah. And it's, especially if it's going to be a business, it's, it's extremely important. Yeah, I think so. I think for someone not to... Um... Oh, they do have a trademark. North Face Skin Glass. There you go. Then what happened? Then what happened? Then what happened? How can you... What happened with their research? It is so stupid. So oh my stupid. God. See, that's the thing. It's like... I I, I I believe that... I believe what Natasha Denona said, but I don't think it's right. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I, don't I, think, I think she was, was a, a genuine... I don't know. I... I mm. There's there's ups and downs for it for me. I just I, feel yeah. like I mean we've just we've just sat here and l- looked up the trademark mm. that is and we're not much, expert yeah. researchers. You know what yeah. I mean? But this is the like, thing: is like I feel like part of me is like yeah, it takes two minutes to realize someone else done skin glass, but like as I said, it's such an to me it's such an obvious name. Like yeah, it it's is an it's, thing, yeah. it's not like crazy out there like why like no. uh, 
the fact that someone has skin glass trademarked is kind of a bit odd, seeing as glass skin. Is I like, think it's because it's... Bit, yeah, I think it's because it's pretty much the same product. If it was a toner or a cleanser mm. or a primer that maybe didn't have a shine to it or like a highlighter, then yes. Oh, well, she but has those. Who does? Uh, skin glass. They sell skincare. They sell a mist. They sell... Yeah. A t- yeah. Mm. Um, but I think as well, because she... It was so precise. It's two serums that do the same thing. Mm. It's it's pretty much like... Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah. a straight up copy. Well, whatever. I'm happy for her. I'm glad that her brand's selling out. I'm glad that people have found it because the products look really, yeah. really decent. Um, yeah, Natasha do. Denona can afford to rebrand. And yeah. it's their fault that they have to because they didn't do what they were supposed to do as a business. Exactly, exactly. Right? And the fact that they admitted it doesn't make it better. It's just like, yeah, you were, you were stupid. Yeah, it shows a bit of, um, what's the word? Lack Laziness. Of bi- lack of business. Lack of business etiquette. No business was done. <laughs> right, I have some more interesting news. Superdrug pledges increased SPF testing on darker skin tones. No. Now, we all know that, I know, especially the makeup industry is kind of inherently racist. Um, Mm. Oh, can I just start, sorry, for those of you who are in the US who aren't familiar with Superdrug, Superdrug is a UK drugstore like Walgreens, basically. Yes, yeah, it's it's definitely known as the most affordable. It's kind of like, yeah, one of the cheaper, cheaper places. So, Oh, it's um, more like CVS then, and then okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so again, this is from Cosmetic Business. Um, they say the pledge forms a part of Superdrug's Shades of You campaign, which aims to implement ten actionable inclusivity changes across the business. This includes um, um, bringing uh, black-owned brands, more black-owned brands, into the business as well. Um, Extending its range of black-owned businesses, sorry, uh, brands by 5%, launching exclusive brands such as Nyla's Naturals, Flora and & Curl, and Juvia's Place. Um... Hmm. <laughs> the skincare <laughs> industry, according to a according to the AS Watson owned retailer, typically focus on focuses sunscreen testing on lighter skin types, which we know. As a result, only four percent of the testers with darker skin are included in skincare trials, if at all. I'm adding that on at the end. If you look at a lot of yeah. clinical trials, it's um what is often Caucasian to like mixed to a light tan. You know, right, it's very right. rarely on black people. When it is, it's like one or two people. So recent trials for Superdrug's newest sun and skincare launch um, from their own brand B, which actually does some decent products. Yeah, um, they do. Yeah, it's an SPF 50, used a panel of 100 people with Fitzpatrick scale skin types five or six. Okay. Yeah. So the budget retailer has also extended its range of black owned. Oh, I've said that already. Sorry. So that's really interesting. I honestly didn't expect a brand like Superdrug to be the first people to make this kind of change. No, I didn't, to be honest with you. I for sure would have thought it would have been like number seven or Dove or someone like that who who kind of um, definitely in their advertisements seemingly, or even Olay, who have been great at, like, inclusivity and representation recently, I thought it would have been a brand like that to kind of, like, jump ahead, or uh, whoever they're represented by, to jump ahead and, and kind of push out testing. So, Superdrug is, I wouldn't say, are the most um, leading when it comes to tests yes, and things that's a like good word. that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or any, uh, you know, you go there, they're definitely, like, a very well, well-known, well-established um, place to buy products, and I always buy from there. But I wouldn't think of them when it came to like trials. I wouldn't think of them, you know. 
No, and that's the thing. But I, I, I guess that kind of shows the difference between brands doing um, performative inclusivity, which mm-hmm. you see a lot of like, you know, let's get a black person, let's get an Asian person in our campaign. And, you know, yeah. that would do, that would do for this month, you know. That's it, we've done uh, it, yeah. We've done it now. Um, and that's the thing is that... Uh, <laughs> A huge issue I often see with a lot of the black skincare creators, especially when it comes to sunscreen, is brands will include all shade ranges in their advertisement, but you never really see them using the product. And especially with sunscreen, mineral sunscreens, which are known to leave a white cast, Mm -hmm. these campaigns that include black people with Fitzpatrick scales types five or six in their campaigns, haven't actually got the product on their skin, judging by the black influencers the actually using results. the product and exactly. being like, yeah, and being like, this isn't, this isn't for us. And then That's the brand, works. yeah, and then the brands will often blame them for not using it properly when there's really only one way to use sunscreen, How, right? how difficult is it to use a fucking sunscreen you put on your face? exactly. They're like, warm it <laughs> up a bit. It's like, no, don't do that. No, like, they're just, yeah. Mm. Um, so it's interesting to see that because Superdrug haven't been like screaming and raving about this. This is stuff that they're doing behind the scenes with their own brand um, in order to make a difference. And I, I think that's really, really interesting. I, If I had not stumbled across this, this article, I would not have put Superdrug as a brand who were making this kind of change. No. And I think it's, it's a really good um, thing to start doing. I mean, it should have been done anyway, but you know, with things like this, people live in the fucking 60s and 50s. Um, but it's something, it's definitely something that needs to be done. Sunscreen, I like, there's always people who are like, oh no, I tan really well, I don't need sunscreen. It's like, everybody needs sunscreen. <laughs> like, yeah. every single person. Whether they're extremely fair and extremely young or have deeper skin tones and a lot older or a lot, like, everybody needs sunscreen. So, so mm-hmm. to have it, like, imagine going to get a sunscreen, but the only options are ones that make you look grey. Well, or this like is light what, purple. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is what annoys me about the current state of clean beauty and mm. sunscreen is a lot of people mm. like chemical sunscreens which have the chemical filters um, oxybenzone all that kind of stuff people are saying that these are bad for your body they're bad for the environment they're you know they're full of toxins and they get into your body nasties. but nasties but these are the only options for some people so when you have uh, yeah. all these other people being like mineral sunscreens are you know the more superior sunscreen when they're not not saying that chemical is you know it really depends on you and your skin and what you're going to mm-hmm. use. But to say that mineral sunscreens are the one you prefer because they're better for the environment, they're better for your skin, when none of this is actually backed up by anything, is is it really pisses me off. It's really annoying because some yeah. people do not have the choice to use these sunscreens. And then brands will launch tinted sunscreens thinking that's the answer to everything. But they are still mineral sunscreens. And unless you have the exact colour of that tint, you're still going to get like this greyish kind of cast on your skin. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see that, but not just, you know, for how it looks on your skin, but it's good to see um, dark, these darker skin types actually be included in clinical trials to see how yeah. it reacts on their skin, you know? Because yeah. other things like chemical exfoliants, other actors, you know, it'll be more interesting to see how it, you know, if it does change. Because there's a lot of talk online as well about how darker skin tones, you know, excuse me, um, <laughs> sorry. Darker skin tones, you know, anything from like Fitzpatrick three upwards shouldn't be using AHAs because it can mm-hmm. make you, um, you know, you know, you know what I mean. It scars you, all that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Should we move on? Yeah, that's fine. So, do you remember um, Emily Emily Weiss? 
She's, no. the, she's the founder of Glossier, but she was the oh. super intern from the hills. You know, when Lauren went to go do that thing at Vogue, and she was the intern who was like, they were setting was the tables name? or something. Emily Weiss, I think it is W E I double S. Do you remember her? And she was like, kind of annoying. Oh my God. That's Glossier is her brand. Right. Yeah. So up until recently, she's been um, CEO and founder of Glossier. However, after eight years, she's going to step down as the company's CEO. She announced that via Instagram, also the blog post on the brand's website, um, and that the new chief executive officer... CEO is going to be someone called Kyle Lee 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 Lee. Not Kyle. Not Kyle. L E A H Y, who has served as a chief compliance officer of the brand since 2021. Okay. Yeah. So Emily Weiss says a founder is a forever identity, one that starts with a kernel of an idea and never ends. I will always be Glossier's founder. She goes on to say, but a CEO is the champion that a company looks to, to lead it into tomorrow. Each year, she says she reflected on the brand and the ever-evolving role of the CEO. She she says during check-ins, she always asked, am I the best person to lead the company for where we are and where we're headed? If not, who is? Mm. So she's basically saying that, you know, and I've seen a lot of brand founders kind of... Um, go back and forth with this, you know, am I CEO or am I a founder? You know, am I the creative mind behind it? Or am I the business model? Am I, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, she um, goes on to say that ultimately, Lee, 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 I can't pronounce that, I'm so sorry, um, is a perfect fit for the role because of her huge heart and prior experience with audience expansion. She says, from the get-go, Kyle understood that Glossier is in year seven of a 100-year journey. We had a long discussion about the evolution of our company strategy, anchored in our shared understanding that distribution channels change, history is cyclical, cyclical but iconic brands <laughs> and products are forever. So even though she's stepping down as CEO, she's still going to have a huge part as um, the brand founder. Um, you know, she's, she's still going to be there doing what she does. But um, I just thought that was interesting because I think, you know, think, thinking about it, I would never be able to be CEO of anything. I think it's way too much pressure. You have to know everything. If you think you're not good at it and you have to question it like a lot, I know there's like imposter syndrome and people are good at things, Mm. but if you're more of a creative mind, maybe that is where you should be. Looking at her now, now I know who she is, the brand and their choices up to now make a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. now Yeah, <laughs> from seeing who she is. Cause like, Oh, that's why it's like that. Yeah. So yeah. it, it, it would be nice to maybe get a different pers- perspective from someone and see, you know, what direction it can go in. Maybe having somebody who is a little bit more c- the mind of a CEO will be able to kind of like look at other brands, the future of other brands as well and see what's going on. We might see something a little bit more interesting from Glossier. Maybe they can grow as a brand a little bit more because I feel they're steady. I know yeah. that she's mentioned like iconic products, but when I think of products from Glossier, none of them stand out to me to a point where it's like, that is iconic. Like everyone, I need that in my kit. Everyone needs this. Everyone needs that. My favorite foundation, my favorite concealer. I wouldn't say it's reached iconic level. 
No, and I think that's the thing with Glossier is they've been struggling recently. Like we were in London the other day and I pointed, do you remember I pointed out a poster for it? I was like, Olivia Rodrigo is now the face oh, of Glossier. Yeah. yeah. And she's and I was like, who's Olivia Rodrigo? <laughs> yeah. So Glossier is very much founded on that millennial pink kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, you go to yeah, the shops yeah. and it's all very like, oh, Pinterest. And we yeah. wear linen. We wear a lot of linen. We wear you know? linens and hats. Yeah. And we've always said in our reviews for their makeup and their skincare that skincare makeup for people who don't need skincare or makeup. Yeah. It, you know? It's a, it's a like, um, what's it called? Like a very like, my best skin yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like just what's that touch. thing they say now? Like clean girl vibe yeah, they put yeah. on TikTok. But that's yeah. the thing is, they were kind of stuck in that rut of, they're for millennials, they're this. And like you said, nothing really happened. And in fact, earlier mm. on in the year, we could tell they were struggling because they laid off one third of their corporate employees, mostly in the tech department side of it. Oh. Um, yeah, so they basically said um, um, that they're just shifting. They're shifting things. We're um, making changes. We're making changes. So they say we are shifting our technology strategy to leverage external partners for parts of our platform that we're currently maintaining internally. I don't have a fucking clue what that means. Yeah, something about... Figures and dices. <laughs> but you know what? They're <laughs> worth one point billion. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, as of two... Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's pretty You know good. what? I would sell the company. I'd be like, yeah, I just... Yeah. I never have take to work it. again. I'd be like, just take, take it. it. Sell it to L'Oreal. <laughs> billion. And I'm good. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> fine. I'm, like, I'm set for life. They say, actually, this is from um, TechCrunch, saying that the company seemed to have changed course on its decision to double down on e-commerce alone, saying it planned to use a Series E funding to open three new permanent physical stores in Seattle, Los Angeles, and London. And it will also yeah. reopen its New York City location. So they they seem to be concentrating less on online presence and more in physical person. I find that so weird because wasn't it, Everything was shutting down earlier last year. Mm. They were like, back online, everyone's back online. And now what? Now everyone's like, open a shop again, open a shop. Like, it seems like everything's shifting and going, I don't know. I find that a really weird choice. Yeah, I do find it weird. I find it very weird. But I also find it weird because it's such a drastic change for a brand that's not made any changes since 2014. Right. Right. It's literally the same product. It's the same. The website's been the same ever yeah, since yeah. it's been that millennial mm-hmm. pink and this is the thing is yeah. i feel like everyone who loved the brand and grew with the brand are now over it because they've not done anything new and i i don't think it's necessary for a brand to keep pushing out new products all the time in fact i think that's a load of shit like just yeah you know don't but once launch. a year but once a year or like re, <laughs> you know, not rehash or like a, yeah new packaging edition product new packaging yeah, exactly. new campaigns like yeah. you know try and reinvent what people already love um yeah and yeah, it's just been a bit like, it's it's just, I, I find it very odd. I, I wonder how Glossier is a brand that's so millennial and so n- nothing, <laughs> nothing in the sense that, um, it, I, I feel like, this is the thing, I feel like when it comes to makeup, Gen Z are very much about wearing makeup. I feel like yeah. there's either the people who don't wear makeup or they use it as a, an expression for uh, like we were talking about earlier, you know, self-expression, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I just don't look at Glossier and think, um, 
Gen, Gen Z at all. And you just because you get Olivia Rodrigo, it's, it's not, yeah, you know. It's a brand that sell products for, that perhaps a mature audience would appreciate. Lightwear foundations that are very nicely hydrating, mm. very sheer um, concealer, like products that sit really well on what's considered a mature skin, but they're aiming it at younger people. Yeah. And when you look at the brands that actually stand out to younger people, they're not like nude natural no nothing you know yeah yeah like people are doing this whole like clean skin thing but still wearing fucking loads of makeup like it's still like heavy full coverage products Mm. they're just using a normal amount now you know yeah (laughs) right should we talk about some new product yeah let's do it so um you actually tweeted about this about house house labs lady gaga's brand are actually are they relaunching or are they just being interesting for once I think they're relaunching because they were solely on like Amazon and thing and like places like that. And didn't she say that they, they were? On, sorry, didn't she say that they were on Amazon first of all because they allowed her the freedom to basically do what she wanted with the brand? I don't even know. I think it's a weird choice to just exclude. Like Amazon, fine, but exclusively is a bit. I I wouldn't you know go in that direction personally. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think with this brand, with Lady Gaga's brand, they launched completely wrong the whole vibe everything was wrong it was we such a non-event it was such a non-event and let's be real in terms of marketing lady gaga is a certain way she can absolutely release anything she wants but what her fans are expecting what other people are expecting is something more artistic which she should have done in the first place her makeup didn't. her style her makeup. makeup and now because she's a very creative person everything she does has turned out amazing, except for this makeup brand of actually re- launched in black packaging, very sleek, very like, it was very much like, you know, you would think it was more Victoria Beckham than Lady Gaga. So now when we look at this brand, I think they're a little bit behind because I look at the brand now and I think off about face because we have all these bright colors, all these products that could be used in a really nice artistic way. I mean, I'm looking at the website and I'm getting REM Beauty. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a mix of everything. Mm. And I, I just wish they had gone in like a more creative direction originally because now this brand seems underwhelming, although I'm sure it's going to be okay in terms of the, the products. I, I was thinking like more like affordable Illamasqua, do you mean kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I think what? it's... it's um, I also find infuriating is the clean. And I feel like clean, because like clean, clean makeup, clean artistry. And I feel like that is a desperate attempt to latch onto what is becoming popular again, is that kind of yeah. clean beauty movement. Leave a word clean out of it. Like, cause, and yeah, people have a different, like people might be like, yeah, it's good, it's clean. But what is clean? It's nothing. an unregulated it term. So what does clean mean to you that you're supporting that term clean? Mm-hmm. Because it's unregulated. If you're doing something extra special to make sure your brand is more eco-friendly, so say it. Don't be like, clean. Because what? Because what yeah. are you doing? That you is know? the thing. Right. So this is the thing is avoid words like no nasties clean. If you don't want parabens in your skincare, explain why. Explain yeah. why. Just leave the word clean out, but explain why. And also stop telling us what's not in your skincare or makeup and tell us what is in your skincare and makeup. Right. And like, we're free from all this. No one fucking knows why. Just talk about, like, do yeah. I mean, like do do what you want as a brand, but just talk about why, you know? 
Exactly. Will exactly. you be buying it at launches in seven days, 13 hours, 38 minutes mm, and 11 I seconds? I don't think they're selling to the UK. So I think they're just doing uh, exclusively US and Canada now, which I do have a US address, but I feel like by the time I get it, it, the kind of hype will be over because I'll get it. I record my videos sometimes a week, two weeks in advance. The the hype will die down quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it will so, do. And I wonder if it's going to be a successful launch or um, not. It, I think it's great for her fans. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Okay, let's we'll move see. on to the next one. So I picked this one out because I'm half interested in it myself. This is the yeah. NYX This Is Milky Lip Gloss. Have you seen it? Yeah, I feel like this is an extended shade range, I believe, because I know they do a blue and I don't see that right. in, in the post, but they have these really nice... This is what I really like about lip glosses when they have a kind of like fuller coverage that is almost see-through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this buttery, almost, uh, or like they say, milky gloss. Um, I feel like milky is a long, wrong word, right? It's more like syrupy, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But like it's it's more milky, almost has like this cloudiness to it. Oh, yeah, true. You know what I mean? So it looks a little bit fuller, but also see-through. I loved a campaign. I used every one of every kind of gender and race. We've got moustaches in there. We've got, yeah. yeah. There's beards, there's goatees, there's uh, non-beards, (laughs) non-goatees. And it was was nice. these look extremely comfortable. NYX, I, I love their products. I think they're really, really good when it comes to um, drugstore products because it doesn't feel like you're using drugstore a lot of the time. Mm. Um, one of their eyeshadows, one of their yellow eyeshadows is the best yellow eyeshadow I've ever used. Um, the shade range is really cool. I really, really like... They have one shade in there particular, which I'm really looking at, called Mint Choc Chip Shake. And it's green. Green on top of any colour is a transformative colour. I don't so see it. Green. Is it? Uh, what are you on? Um, their website is not on there, is it? If it's on the UK one, it's not launched in the UK. Oh. Um, they have this, yeah, and green on top of red looks incredible. Green on top of, like, a deep purple look amazing. It, it just give give green a go. Give green a go. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I might have to get me a few of those, because I think they're going to make nice, just kind of, like, um, overnight balms as well. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to the next one, and I've picked this one for a reason. This is the Kylie Skin Lavender Bath Collection. Here's my qualm with Kylie Skin. All, every single product she launched wasn't anything interesting. Nothing was new. Her skincare, she's got her own version of products that are popular. She's even got her own version of St. Eyes Apricot Scrub in there, right? Mm, Nothing exciting. Luxury. Luxury. What I do find interesting about this bath collection is that it's probably one of the only half original things she's done with the brand. Oh, and I think it's like quite a nice bundle. So okay. you basically get a lavender uh, body lotion, a lavender bath bomb, a relaxing candle, lavender bubble bath, and lavender bubble body bath. bubble bath, and lavender <laughs> body oil. Oh, extortionate, extortionate. The candle's 31 quid. Um, <sighs> the oil was 25 quid. Like, oh, no body lotion 25 okay mm. no that's actually all right okay. and the whole yeah. yeah the whole bundle you can get for 96 pounds which i think is half decent 
Um, and honestly, I think this is a nice set. If you're a fan of Kylie, if you like the Kardashians, then you might like this. And I do think this is a relatively nice thing. Like, I don't... There are no... Um, I wish someone would do this. There are no bath, shower, specific brands that really stick out to me that aren't just what no, you see in boots. No, that's very true. You know why? Because it feels like such a... Um, everyday mundane thing. An everyday basic. It's like releasing exciting brands of butter. Like, you're going to use it, but you it's just a quick, like, you have to use it. Our next venture. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Back down. <laughs> but do you know, I, I just think it's interesting. I think lavender... Um, lavender definitely makes me throw up and feel sick. Um, yeah, but yeah. honestly, her Kylie baby <laughs> stuff was also very, very good. Yeah. Um, so if you do have more sensitive skin and you're into like millennial pink and baby blue kind of packaging, the bath stuff was actually really decent. It's kind of like naturally quite soft and gentle because it's for babies. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, you know, I, I, I think the lavender, I'm not going to get it, but I think if you like lavender and you, you like your births, I think there's going to be, it's a nice little thing to get or to buy someone. It's a very gifty thing. I wonder what the thought of releasing it now. Like when you think of like baths and like well, back, not, you think yeah. more winter like, or like you know autumn. Maybe like she cozy did time, launch right? it a while ago. I can't. I don't know when she actually launched this. Oh, everyone's like, why are you talking about last year? Yeah, this is literally <laughs> two years ago. Let me see. Oh no, May. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So relatively, relatively new. Um. But yeah, lavender for me just makes me feel sick. You know, it's it me relaxing. It gives me a headache. Yeah, it depends how strong it is. Because if it's like a nice, like calming, like oh, it's a pillow spray, then I'm then I'm all right with that. No, they're the no. ones that make me feel sick. Oh no! Oh god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, right. Let's finish it there because we've been going for ages now. It's going to be a really long episode. This has been like an hour we've been talking. I know. Marcus, cut that down to 15 minutes. Yeah, it's five (laughs) minutes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, stay tuned for more podcast episodes. Stay tuned for a podcast. (laughs) Go follow us on the Welsh Twins and you know who are the bits. You know our 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 other pursers. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.